T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Countdown to a huge matchup in Baton Rouge tonight between the LSU women's basketball team, ranked number nine, and the number one undefeated South Carolina Gamecocks coming into the PMAC for a 7 o'clock tip-off. You can hear that right here on WWL and always free on the Odyssey app. Happy to welcome in now Reed Darcy, LSU women's basketball beat reporter for the Advocate in Times Picayune. And, man, I'm sure you have been pretty busy today. How's it going, Reed? Oh man, it's going great. Thank you, thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's it's pretty pretty crazy scene in, both inside and outside the PMAC right now. So we got 30 minutes before tip off, and it's 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 electric. It's living up to the hype. How are y'all doing? We are doing fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate the time. And yeah, just talk about the scene there in general. I know uh, folks have been waiting there pretty much all day to get into the PMAC. I know doors are open now, uh, but what's the whole atmosphere just been like in Baton Rouge? Well, um, I did hear that uh, they started uh, turning away students outside the gate around 6 o'clock, which is an hour before tip-off. So I walked out there to see see what it looked like, and there's this huge crowd of students still waiting outside the student entrance, and then there's a long line um, down the main ramp of the entrance. So the student section is is packed. It's completely full. Um, Last time I checked, it doesn't look like they're letting anybody else in. Um, and there's still a huge crowd of students still trying to get and still hoping to get in. So I'm not sure what, what their plan is, but um, yeah, it's it's already full and and it's it's looking like that the atmosphere is going to live up to the hype. Have you seen the ESPN College Game Day crew at all? I know that was a big deal that they're uh, at this game tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, they're here. They started their show with um, a jazz band and the second line. They had Holly Rowe and and the gang, you know, marching with umbrellas <laughs> towards the set. Um, so they gave a little Louisiana flair to start their show, and that was cool. Um, student section was right there; they were into it. Um, but, but yeah, I think you know, I think that that was pretty cool as well to see how they you know sort of added some Louisiana flair to it. Reed, we've kind of been talking about it throughout the day, but the underdog approach that Kim Mulkey's been preaching with this matchup, I mean, this is a top 10 game. It's not like LSU's a slouch or anything like that, but South Carolina, the overhaul of their roster, I mean, four of their five top scorers didn't return from last year, but Mulkey said herself that this team is still just as good, if not even better, than they were last season, and that was a Final Four squad. So just get your thoughts on South Carolina, the overhaul that they had, but they're still elite and number one and undefeated for a reason. Yeah, they're legit. They have four ranked wins. Um, they're undefeated, and they're blowing out all their SEC opponents. They've, they've won all their SEC games by an average margin of 36.6 points. Um, wow. so that's pretty good. And it sort of speaks to, I guess, the coaching job that Dawn Staley is doing this year. I mean, she had to replace so many players. She had to replace five starters. 
um, and bring in basically a whole new team. She has freshmen, she has transfers, um, and, and they clicked like right from the jump, right from game one. Um, so it's been super impressive to see what they've been able to do. Um, but again, like they haven't been tested like this before in this kind of environment with a team as talented as LSU. LSU certainly has the talent, in my opinion, to, to pull off an upset. Um, so we're, I think we're going to find out a lot about both teams tonight about, about like how how ready they are for the postseason and how close they are to um, hitting their final form. So two national championship winning coaches. You mentioned Don Staley and Kim Mulkey, but you know from what I've read, they've faced off against each other five times in their careers. This is going to be the sixth time tonight. Uh, when Coach Mulkey was at Baylor, they won the first two meetings, and then uh, Coach Staley has won the past four. So it's actually going to be the sixth, uh, seventh time that they meet. So this matchup, Coach Staley's kind of had Coach Mulkey's number, I guess you could say, the last couple times. Uh, but this is Coach Mulkey's chance to kind of get back at her. Yeah, and overall, LSU as a program, they've lost 14 straight right. games. Um, to South Carolina, so it's not only a big game for Mulkey to sort of get get Dawn Staley back after she got she got her a few times, but it's big for the LSU program as well. South Carolina has been a powerhouse in women's basketball for a long time, and the program hasn't been able to pull off an upset win the last 14 times they played them. So I think a win um, tonight would be not only huge for Mulkey, but it'd also be huge just for the program as a whole to sort of um, you know it, it might. You know, it might mean that you know they're they're fully back, they're fully here, they're fully ready to compete um, with the top top teams in the country. Even though they won a national championship last year, um, I think you heard a lot of noise. People saying, "Oh, they got a little bit of luck. They got a bit, little bit of luck. They, you know, they didn't get to play UConn. They didn't get to play Louisville or, or South Carolina um, on their way to the Final Four. So um, this is a chance for them to you know put their foot down, make a case, and and show that they're here to stay as one of the top teams in the country." Reed, looking at this matchup, you mentioned uh, South Carolina has been blowing everybody out of uh, their competition in the SEC. But if there is any kind of weakness on this squad, what is it, and how can Kim Mulkey and the Tigers exploit it? Well, um, I think if South Carolina doesn't shoot particularly, I think if they don't shoot particularly well tonight, um, if they have a cool shooting night, if the crowd gets to them, I think um, then LSU can sort of, um, you know, cut into their advantages there. Um, at South Carolina, they're, they're the top three-point uh, shooting team in the country as far as percentage, but they don't take a whole lot of threes. Um, so if they can't sort of add to their inside game with their outside game, um, and then LSU defends them well on the three-point arc, doesn't allow them to get open looks and makes those shots tough on them, um, then I think um, maybe LSU might have the makings of an upset there, and they can really – um, start to counter them with, with what they're best at, which is crashing the offensive glass, getting in the free throw line, and then getting out in transition. And hopefully, in their case, they, they can win sort of like a shootout or a game that turns into a track meet. Yeah, I mean, you're mentioning a shootout here. You're kind of expecting that, right, Reed? If you're looking at the top-scoring teams in women's college basketball, LSU is number one, and then South Carolina is number four at points per game, both scoring over 90 points per game this season. I mean, the crowd is going to be electric, but they're going to see some fireworks tonight. Yeah, I'd be surprised if we if we got a low-scoring game. But keep in mind, South Carolina's defense is um, it might even be better than their offense. You know, they're top defensive team in the country if you look at a couple key metrics um, like defensive rating, points per possession, those, those sort of things. So um, South, Carolina, South Carolina, as good as they are offensively, they're probably just as good, maybe even better defensively. Um, so it's a, it's a huge test for the LSU offense. Um, we know that the LSU offense is one of the best um, attacks in the country. So we'll see how they, how they do against South Carolina, which is um, one of, if not the best defensive team in the country as well.
looking at the Tigers and what they have to do to take down this Gamecock squad, who do you think has to be the X factor for the Bayou Bengals in this one to to be able to take down South Carolina? X factor, I'll probably go with um, Haley Van List. Okay. Maybe um, I just think when she's when she's being decisive, when she's being aggressive, when she's taking shots, uh, when she's looking to you know get downhill and, and attack the rim and try to get to the free throw line, I think that adds a whole new element um, to the LSU offense. She's transitioning into a new position this year. She's never played that true point guard role in her career, so there's been some growing pains there. Um, but against Arkansas, she probably played her best game of the season, and she was really aggressive and decisive. So maybe maybe she figures something else out in that game. Maybe she sort of figure out. Um, how to balance getting her teammates involved with looking for her shots. So I think if she can get get going, make a few shots, get to the free throw line, uh, maybe hit a couple of threes, then I think she can be the X factor tonight and then maybe put LSU over the top. Reed, when we were talking with Coach Mulkey a couple of weeks ago, she mentioned you know the early season loss, the season opening loss, in fact, to Colorado and how it was good for them to kind of get punched in the mouth early on. They go on a gigantic winning streak after that, but then their loss at Auburn just a couple of weeks ago. Talk about what that kind of loss does to reset this team. Now they won back-to-back games against Alabama and Arkansas heading into this matchup, and the game against Arkansas was very impressive offensively for them. Yes, it was. I think, I think it refocused them. I, I think they, they got – they, they got it handed to them at, at Auburn. Auburn really took it to them. They, they really, you know, made an effort. If you, if you look at how Angel Reese and Anissa Morrow um, fared down low in the post getting entry passes, Auburn did a great job of pushing them away from the rim, pushing them out of the paint, um, and being the first team out there to be, to be physical, you know, and to make their catches, you know, as far away from possible and make them, um, you know, make them work really hard for their points. So, I think what LSU learned from that game is that they have to be the aggressors. If, if you're going to play that, that style of game, like they really need to um, take it to the other team right from the jump and then be that aggressive team and work to get good inside positioning down low. Because once, once Angel Reese and Nisa Morrow get into the paint, get into the restricted circle, um, it is sort of game over. They're either going to get a layup um, or a free throw attempts, um, you know, no matter what team you're playing. So I think they, they just need to go out. They just need to be physical and they need to be strong and aggressive, and, and that, that's probably the formula for how they can win, not only tonight, but the rest of the season. And Reed, I know you mentioned Haley Van Lith as kind of the X Factor tonight, but the importance of Michaela Williams as a freshman, she's just been outstanding for the Tigers this year, and I mean, Mulkey has just praised her over and over again, saying that she doesn't know how good she really is yet, uh, and her ceiling is so ridiculously high, but she's already been outstanding as a freshman for this Tiger squad. Yeah, she's only scratching the surface, too. As much praise as she gets for her scoring abilities, which is um, you know, right, rightfully deserved. She's also a really good rebounder, and I think she's a really good ball handler as well. So I think maybe as soon as next year, we might see her be that lead initiator, that lead ball handler for LSU. Um, she might be ready for it. And now, just as a freshman, like she's capable of carrying the offense um, through certain stretches. So she, you know, she, she can score at all three levels. She can get to the line. She's got the prettiest mid-range jumper, you know, I've seen in a long time. Um, I think it was telling that Arkansas coach Mike Neighbors after the game on Sunday sort of compared her to Maya Moore and said that he hasn't seen anybody since Maya Moore um, who can get to her spot, uh, you know, with, with the ease that Michaela can. So she's special. Um, it's time to start thinking about her the way we think about um, Simone Augustus, Sylvia Fowles, you know, those types of players because that's that's what her ceiling is. So that wow. range of outcomes is it's fully fully in her grasp. and. And that, that, that's what we're talking here with Michaela Williams. Definitely ap- appreciate the time tonight, Reed. Enjoy the game. Uh, anxious to hear this one and feel the crowd coming through the radio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Y'all take care, all right?
Thanks, Reed. Appreciate the time. That's Reed Darcy, uh, LSU women's basketball beat writer for the Advocate and Times Picayune. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.